Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. Before we delve into things, let's start with our obligatory January coven corner, which is, did you make any resolutions? Now, I don't normally make resolutions because I, you know, drop them in like five minutes after midnight on January 1st. (laughs) Samesies. So it's not much of a resolution for me, but Heather and I have been officially on day two of working out. Heather's been doing it longer. But together, we're on day two (laughs) because she helps to hold me accountable (laughs) because I hate exercising. As much as I can, but we found her a new, well, she found a new fun format that we both got like yesterday. (laughs) Yes, we got ourselves some ring fits and um, it's actually really fun. I'm actually getting one too. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to have workout parties. Right now, Best Buy has them for only $69.99 instead of everywhere else that has them for $79.99. There's the Best Buy plug. But um, Amazon I think is Nintendo also finally, <laughs> they finally got it right. Like, they had the Wii Fit and all that kind of stuff, and it was okay. But this one, like, you can ask Heather. It, it was a workout for me, at least. I was dying. The, the first one. World... different. I was going to say, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, they have different difficulties, so. Yeah. You we, can amp it up. We both started on moderate. Um and uh um i'm going to first murder world. myself with it <laughs> yeah that's well that's what morgan like we we pushed all the way to the end but it she really like worked out and then um the first world was easy though and i was like oh i guess i'll do two worlds a day to equal 30 minutes no this i did the second world today and it literally took me 30 minutes and i was dead and like the bad guy was like oh this isn't even a workout and i'm like i'm going to defeat you and it was like <laughs> it's just it was actually really fun i'm not really a gamer but i like games and this is such a neat way to get people to work out. Normally, when I do workouts at home with videos, like, um, I'm like, oh, my God, is it almost over? Oh, it's only been five minutes. And this time, I'm like, I'm going to kill you. And it's just your mind's completely differently focused. And I actually try harder because I don't want to keep – I don't want to, like, keep fighting this guy over and over. So I actually push mm-hmm. myself harder because the harder you push, the more power your attacks have. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is really smart. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was, like, working out harder because I just wanted to kill the guy. 100%. That's fantastic. I sort of enjoyed it. I did better this morning. I replayed the very first level and turned down the intensity and just focused on, like, working out better. Form. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. Sure, form, whatever. Yeah, working on your form <laughs> is important so you don't injure yourself and then then you can't work out and blah, 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 blah. Which reminds oh, me, if Morgan. I injure myself, I don't have to work out? Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Technically, uh, no. Oh, God. I always tell people the stories of I broke my fingers while swimming because uh, I used to swim competitively, and they just tied them together with some tape and yeah. said, no, nope. 
Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm going to tell you that no, they should have done that. That's not good. And that's competition sports. That's not working out. There's a very big difference. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm like that with a lot of, you guys seen me whenever I injure myself. I'm like, I'm fine. It's Yeah, fine. you walk on a freaking sprained ankle and you're not supposed to do that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the one that says, no, we're not going to do that. You'll rest, Morgan. And then when you're better, you'll go back at it. <laughs> no. You work out um, gently in the meantime. <laughs> and remind me, Morgan, I have a little trick that I figured out why our squats weren't working the other day and I know why they weren't working Mm. so this will be better but we don't need to talk about this on the podcast (laughs) yes so if I get injured I will stop working out and I will are you ready for it mysteriously disappear Ooh, Ooh. segue into today's topic first of the new well I guess second of the new year we had an episode play before this yeah but um the first recording of the new year which Words I think we recorded before I became a doctor, so I just wanted to be like, yes. listen, I got You my are officially shameless listening plug. to Dr. Catherine Mann. <laughs> shameless plug, hire me. <laughs> if you know any jobs, send it to possiblyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. I'm good at many jobs, many things <laughs> I am good at. <clears throat> so, now that we've ruined my segue, today's topic Sorry. is mysterious disappearances. You ruined the segue, man. I ruined everything. I'm sorry, my Leo friend. It's my Gemini moon. And so, it's my Gemini moon. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm just sipping on my, my tea, guys. Geminis. <laughs> so part of our new format is that uh, I picked this sort of overall topic. And so today, you're only going to hear from me. And then on our next episode, you're going to hear from... Who's next? Heather? You're going to hear from Heather next which will be what she picked to talk about on the topic that I picked, if that makes any sense. Subtopic <laughs> of the overall topic. Yes, subtopic. I like it. <laughs> so today, you're going to get to hear about the last Byzantine emperor. Ooh. Was he hot? I really like this. And, well, Stop it. A... <laughs> mm. Listen, he's dead. There's no harm. There's a statue of him. Not oh. bad. Oh, he's got oh, a hey. nice jaw. He okay. c- broad shoulders, nice jaw. We can work with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no comment. So, and get ready for me to destroy his last name. <clears throat> I'm into it. Emperor Constantine the Eleventh <clears throat> Palologus <laughs> disappeared in the sacking of Constantinople by the Turks in 1453. And so, we're gonna hear a little bit of history, and we're gonna learn about where he disappeared and how it happened and then the crazy theory behind it which is why i picked it because i like the theory so as his invading ottoman army prepared to besiege the great city of constantinople capital of the byzantine empire sultan mehmed ii offered byzantine emperor constantine the 11th a way out surrender the city and his life would be spared and he would even continue to rule in a reduced capacity in mistress greece Don't know where that is. (laughs) Constantine was defiant, as men normally are. (laughs) It is beyond my authority to surrender the city. We who live in it will freely die in its defense. Uh, don't speak for the rest of the city, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess he is their emperor, so he kind of does speak for the city. You you just hear, like, ancient versions of us in the background going, bitch, what? (laughs) I'm leaving out the back gate. (laughs) (laughs) No, take me with you. (laughs) So Constantine was putting his life on the line to defend the remnants of the Byzantine Empire. 
once the eastern half of the mighty Roman Empire. It had endured for more than 1,000 years after the collapse of the Western Roman Empire in the 5th century. I can read. Constantinople had been founded by Roman Emperor Constantine the Great as a new Rome in 330 CE on the site of the ancient Greek trading colony, Byzantium. Mm. Yeah. Constantinople had long looked vulnerable to the rising power of the Ottoman Turks, who emerged in Anatolia from 1300 onward. Ottoman Sultan Murad II attempted to besiege the city in 1422, but failed. Bentley is, like, stealthily crawling down my legs to get out of my lap. (laughs) Then, in April 1453, Mehmed II imposed a new siege. To prevent supplies and relief troops getting in from the sea, Mohammed blockaded the waters of the Bosporus, the 17-mile strait that links the Black Sea and the Sea of Marmara. He built a powerful fortress, the... Here we go, another name. I believe in you. Rumel Hisari. Sounds bad. good. At the, <laughs> at the narrowest point of the strait. Mohammed's army also had powerful cannons that could and did breach the formidable city walls of Constantinople. The Golden Horn, the part of the Bosporus that led into the city, was protected by a defensive chain in the water designed to prevent ships passing, but Mohammed managed to haul his fleet overland. And my brain, a defensive chain in the water. My brain immediately went to uh, the last airbender, the gates of Azulon. Yeah, I got yes. nothing. I have nothing. Yes. I know, because you're lame. <laughs> Although, you know, I've, had, I've now watched two clips from it because someone said, by the way, you're tough, and I don't know what that means. So I watched clips, and then I went, oh, yeah. Okay, you're, anyway. <laughs> you are tough, but I think Morgan's also tough, so I'm a little conflicted here. <laughs> well, no, it was it's the scene where she was like, I'm showing affection, but doing it through punches. Oh, um, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Moving on. (laughs) Nothing could stop the Ottoman advance, and 55 grueling days of siege only weakened the resolve of the city's defenders. At last, on May 29, 1453, the Ottomans launched their assault. Constantine led the Byzantine soldiers in their attempts to halt the tide of attackers who surged into the city page turn after breaching the circus gate the last known sighting of the last byzantine emperor was near the gate of saint romanus as he fought with his sword alongside his troops there are various accounts of what happened next obviously none verified one is that constantine was caught in the fighting beheaded and then and the head given as a trophy to sultan mohammed ii however surely the sultan would have made much of this Dispelling this, I can't speak. I believe in you. Person, perhaps displaying the head, and as a result, we would know of it. I agree with that. Another theory, yeah, right. I mean, if you are given someone's head in victory over battle, you're gonna be like, "Ah, I don't know. Maybe it's like a private thing. Maybe you want to like have it in your room as like a special headhunters. That wasn't the point. No, I mean, he may not. (laughs) Yeah, no, display it, but like he would make it. He would have. Made his enemies know about it. You know what I mean? My first thought is, oh, God, because I watched Big Mouth again fairly recently, and there's a point where the hormone monster, like, has sex oh, no, with no, Garrison no, Taylor's no, head. And that no, was my first, like, no. side thought. And so it was a no. No. No? 
No, we're moving on. The Turks were not quiet about their victories. (laughs) We'll just go with that. Noted. So another theory is that he tried to flee by boat, but was caught and again beheaded by Turkish troops. A third account is that overcome by fear, Constantine asked a comrade to kill him before this could happen. But before his comrade could even, like, try to kill him, he was trampled in the fighting and his body was lost. Another version claims that Constantine did manage to get away and was still alive more than 10 years later. We do know that the city was a riot of looting and slaughter for three days before Mehmed was able to restore order. It is not surprising that the emperor's body was lost, particularly because he had thrown off all marks of his rank and so was dressed as an ordinary soldier. His corpse was likely buried in a mass grave or left to rot in the streets. Now, the reason I picked this is because this is my my favorite theory of what happened to him. The strangest of all the theories about what happened to Constantine is the legend that as the Turks poured into the city on the day Constantinople fell, an angel saved him from harm. His fate was not to live on in sorrow. The angel turned the emperor into marble and placed him in a hidden chamber near the city's golden gate. Mm. There he sleeps and waits for the day appointed by destiny when he will be roused and led a Christian army to take back what it is now, Istanbul, and make it a Christian city once more. In this, he is like other fallen leaders, such as King Arthur in Britain, who reputedly will awake from the sleep of centuries to right wrongs and restore freedom. The legend of Constantine's rescue became popular in the 1820s during the Greek War of Independence against the Ottoman Empire. I, part of me loves that so much because I'm like, oh my god, what if they find a hidden chamber somewhere and there's a statue of him? Uh, It's like, is is it him? I don't know. So that's why I really liked that one. I like the idea. I, I also like the idea of sort of the cinematic thing where someone's like walking along and then sinkhole. And then statue kind of thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, like totally it's, a, it's just an accident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also, it's just one of those things that we don't think about because there's so much of our history that we have been able to uncover. But something like that, there's roughly no way to figure it out. I mean, they might go and find like a mass burial from the sacking of the city. But you wouldn't be but... able to necessarily identify <laughs> specific bones to be like, that's that dude. Yeah, there would have to have been like something genetically wrong with him that they could find in yeah. the DNA of his bones or something. Who knows? Maybe he was but... just so damn hot. It's genetically odd. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you, you just look at the DNA and it's like the little like sexy atoms just like dancing. Like, What's up? <laughs> just like it's thrusting. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, historical disappearances. I like, I like it. it. That's pretty That's neat. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I'm not all for the almighty Christian taking back the kind of thing, but I like the idea. The theory is interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it it's helping to plan my own mysterious disappearance. Of becoming a statue <laughs> and getting help from an angel? Pause. Kidnapped you... by vampires. Okay, that's different. I like it, though. <laughs> it's a little I was like, different, you come, I, guess... I was like, you want to come back to this? <laughs> Do we all just want to push because pause and come back? <laughs> something, something, something. If you're a statue, call me Pygmalion. The guy that was in love with the statue? No. no? Okay. No. <laughs> it's a very sexual episode, Kat. Hey, baby. I am touch-starved. <laughs> this is what That's I fair. have learned. It's fair. Yeah, I'm going to head out now. I'm going to Spongebob. I'm going to head out. <laughs> Morgan's like, please don't touch me. It's a pandemic, okay. and it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> yes. Hiss, hiss. So this has been 
the first episode in our Mysterious Disappearance series. And short, sweet, to the point, a little bit of history. Love it. Because that's just the way I am. Uh, I should have been a history major. What was wrong with me? You were a music you history major. Yeah. <laughs> music yeah. history. Yeah. Followed my passion. How dumb is that? <laughs> As yeah, she just completed her day. degree and I'm working on my degree. But yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, totally. There's I completed every, a degree. Every day no, I, meant, I, I stare. I, I meant, like, never mind. Yeah, you know what she, she knows what she meant. But, like, also, I do think about it every day where I'm like, I could have been a real doctor. <laughs> could you, though? Yeah. Are you tall enough to, like, reach the operating table? See, that's the thing is I don't think I'd be an operating <laughs> one. I think I'd be Heather one of Space. those. I'd be one of those doctors that, like, it's their job to tell you you have foot fungus. Oh. Yeah. You're the bad news it's, doctor? I'm the bad news doctor. I like it. I feel like that okay, would be well, me. And I would turn I it into that's... a comedy routine. People would hate that. Yeah, yes. no, no. You'd be a terrible doctor. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> One star so. review. So if you like this new format, you know, go go drop us some likes on all of our social medias, the Instagrams and the Facebooks and mm. the tweets and the, the Twitter tweets. Twitter tweets. Um, and then, also, don't forget, uh, we are going to like post on social media the Coven Corner. Um, you're going to have plenty of time to answer it because we won't read comments until the new series. So what is your New Year's resolution or what is something that you want to work on in 2021? Um, and, yeah. and are you keeping up with it? We want to like give you some like pat-pats. If you're yeah, we can, up be, with it. we can help you like check in. Like, hey, are you doing the thing that you said you were going to do? But in a oh, very no, nice I way. Oh, I hate that. Don't do that. I won't okay, do, that mind, we won't do that I won't do that. I won't do that. I will aggressively do it. I will so remind what's you doing? to remind you. Are, are you feel, <laughs> following up on that? Okay. How you doing with that? <laughs> so remember to tune back in if you want to hear our other two mysterious disappearances, which are going to be good. I'm looking forward to what we have coming up. And remember that even if you're off becoming a statue in a hidden chamber, you could still be possibly haunted. Ooh.